The Iranian Revolution, also called the Islamic Revolution, was a popular uprising in Iran in 1978 to 1979 that resulted in the toppling of the monarchy on February 11, 1979, and led to the establishment of the Islamic Republic. Hello, I'm Meredith. I'm Renasha. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Noor. And we're doing our first podcast on the graphic novel Persepolis. Okay, so Noor, what do you think is the biggest issue in the book? Okay, so I think the biggest issue that it's trying to highlight is the um, revolution, the Islamic revolution in Iran. Evelyn? Um, I agree with that, and also how uh, people are separated by uh, if they're boys or girls, if like their different statuses so like if someone's a maid or someone like works in an office they're different and they can't marry each other so like the social class yeah the social class uh another big issue is police brutality Mm -hmm. okay okay so the next question is what drew you in to the graphic novel what drew you in Okay, so basically what drew me in is I'm an immigrant from Syria and most of the things that they were describing were like similar situations that I went through. And, yeah. Um, What drew me in is uh, how there's so many things that are happening now in society that that are happening in the book and the Islamic revolution. So, what drew you into the book? Okay, I'll go and then. Okay. So, what drew me in was just that I don't know much about this topic and I wanted to learn more about it. And just, I felt kind of ignorant. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's a good perspective to like start out learning this topic about like a little girl because she's just kind of learning about the issues too. So, okay, what drew me in was that it was like, an experience from a lady, a young lady, and how she grew when, wait, oh, it's experience like from this woman, from her young age to how she is now. Okay. Um, okay, so next question is, what, <laughs> we can edit it. Yeah, okay. So, I'm trying to think of a good question. How do you, what point are you at in the book? So what point are you at in the book? Okay, so I'm at the point in the book where, um, where she's grown up now and like everybody is moving to the United States because, um, of the people that took over the government. And yeah. What point are you, what point are you at in the book? Um, I'm at the point where, um, um, you said you were at the point where they got out of jail. Do you know where you're at, Renosh? Yeah. Sorry, I was waiting for them to pass. I'm at the point of the book where some of um, the main characters 
friends, family friends, come back and they tell stories about what happened at their time at the prison. I'm at the same point where Nasha is. Well, I'm at the kind of the same point at where Nora is. Like she's, it was the start of start of the war, I think it said, and that like she's gotten a little bit older and more mature and like she knows what's actually going on. Okay. So the story progressed by. So the the book progressed by. In the beginning, it was very modern. They could wear whatever they want, and then a new ruler came, and he was very he made them very strict. And they did not have that much freedom. So now we're going to hear from Kyle, Chase, and Trevor about their graphic novel and social justice issue because whenever you read something or see something, you can always relate it to a social justice issue or topic and we just want to see how it compares to our graphic novel and our issue of police brutality. Hi, I'm Meredith. I'm Renasha. I'm Evelyn. And today we're going to be interviewing Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> oh my god. Chase. And Trevor. Okay, thanks. What is your graphic novel? Our graphic novel is Mouse. And what is your social issue? Our um, social issue is uh, the Germans. They don't like the Jews. And um, it's shown in our novel with the, um, the cats and the mice. Okay. And how does your social issue make you feel? I mean, it doesn't... I guess in today's world, there's lots of fights over religion and stuff. But I'm not too religious myself, so it doesn't affect me that much. But I know it affects a lot of other people. So, I mean... I guess it kind of makes me feel sad for those people, but it just doesn't really affect me, you know. And how, why does the author tell the story from this specific point of view or in this way? Well, it kind of, like, helps to illustrate, like, the basic, like, attack that is going on against the Jews and the Germans because the Germans are represented, or Nazis, rather, are represented as cats, while the Jewish people are represented as mice, and so it's like how the cats are attacking and killing mice, like is seen in everyday life. Just stop it. Where have you seen your social justice issue in your graphic novel? Well, our social justice topic is more about religion and the social prejudice put on different religions and stuff. So when we're talking about the Holocaust, it's just, you know, the Germans attacking the Jews for being Jewish for no reason. And it just, the racism that they felt. And I mean, that's what the entire book's about. It's about, it's from a World War II Holocaust survivor. So yeah, it's everywhere. So in our book, Persepolis, we see instances of revolts and police brutality, and um, we wanted to talk about it just because it's not the only issue in our book, but it is really prevalent to now and what's happening in the U.S., so we're going to hear about um, some different opinions <clears throat> on that topic. Okay, so where have you seen instances of police brutality or um, 
like violence in the U.S. Um, the latest, the latest um, video I seen was on Instagram, and it's of a video of a police officer like smashing a kid's head into the pavement, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he got um the kid got um arrested for resisting arrest when he was trying to protect his face from being damaged. And do you think that like it being seen on video helps the case or makes it worse? Do you think it like, spreads the word in a negative way, like it's just kind of something popular to watch, or do you think it spreads awareness? It's, it spreads awareness because it lets people know like what happens yeah. to like people, let me not get into that, but yeah, people. Like minorities? Yeah, and like how they're mistreated. Mm-hmm. And it like like shows like how some officers aren't like really doing their job. And have have y'all seen anything about police brutality like recently or? Um, yeah, it was more of like a violence thing. But there was a a police officer in Ocala, Florida, that mm-hmm. uh, was at a movie theater, and the guy behind him. Uh, threw popcorn at him um, and the police officer freaked out and uh, shot the man in front of his wife and two kids. Wow. And do you remember like, I know you're only five, but do you remember seeing any violence in Syria? There was a lot of violence. Really? Like, a lot. Like, just... I feel like my parents like shielded me away from that because Mm -hmm. they didn't want me seeing that stuff. At such a young age. Yes. Yeah. But... I knew it was happening, like I was aware that it was happening. And what do you think like the similarity is between here and like the Middle East or just anywhere else? Um, I feel like, yeah, it's mainly the violence, but here more, I feel like it's like, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say racial, but like it's targeting like more minorities Mm -hmm. and stuff because some people like compare the school shootings and stuff. They would say like, oh, if it was a white person or something, they wouldn't mm-hmm. have made it out alive. Like, mm-hmm. how the school shooters are making it out alive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, about my um video, it was in the same uh, county as the school shooter. Part was it? Oh, Parkland. Yeah, Parkland. Florida. Yeah. And it was like on Instagram they were comparing the two about how oh, wow. the white shooter, I forgot it, don't know his name, he was like. He was like arrested gently. He they took him to did they take him out of here or he was like eating somewhere and they just arrested yeah. him. And then the kid he got his head smashed in and he was basically getting jumped by two police officers. Yeah, wow. so I feel like it's very like yeah, it's basically very racial and yeah. Racist basically, the way they're treating minorities. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So would you say like in the US it's more racially motivated and then like in Syria or um, Iran it's like just corrupt government yeah it's basically more religion yes. over there it has oh, to do okay. with more religious uh, reasons not anything racial because basically everybody was the same thing basically mm-hmm. they okay. didn't have a reason to be like oh he's white he's black it was all religious okay so now we're going to hear a personal perspective from North Maui about moving from the Middle East to the U.S. So where did you move from? Okay, so I moved from Syria. And do you know, like, the reasons why you moved? 
Okay, so basically we moved 10 years ago, which was like the start of the civil war in Syria. And my mom, like, she felt it was getting bad, so she decided to move. And um, do you relate to um, Marjane in Persepolis in any way? Okay, yeah, I do relate to her because some of the stuff that did happen in the book, like um, people moving and stuff, um, she was wondering why they were moving. And yeah, that happened to me too. Like a lot of my neighbors were moving, family and stuff. So what do you think was like a difference in like both in y'all's cultures? Um, the difference was basically like really the language. Like everything else that happened in the book happened to us right before the Civil War. Like the, um, the mandatory wearing the hijab and stuff like that. Did you wear that when you were in Syria? I was really young at the time. So, and we moved right before like I went into school or anything. So like little girls don't have to wear them? Or is it just because it's it's because time? like if you go out, like if you go to school or anything, you have to wear them. So I never really went out anywhere mm-hmm. because like it was really dangerous and I didn't go to school because I think I was like five. And do you think this our graphic novel has like impacted how you look back on your childhood at all? Yeah, I feel like it did give me, like, a lot of memories, like, and stuff. Like, it reminded me of, like, the stuff that happened there. And it was, like, mm-hmm. very, like, um, what's the word? Like, similar? Very mm-hmm. similar. Okay. Thanks, Nora. So that was a story by Nora and just her personal experience and perspective on coming from the Middle East and how she relates to the book and Marjane Satrapi. So... So as a conclusion, I want to ask y'all guys, what do y'all hope for the future and just, you know, in terms of police brutality and just socially aware of issues? I just hope it doesn't, like, happen, like, regularly as it does today because, like, we don't see everything that happens because not everybody records mm-hmm. what's being happened, so, yeah. Um, I really hope it changes because uh, people, like, now need to become aware that like we're all the same like as people we are all people but like we have like our differences in religion and we shouldn't be like based off of that and we shouldn't be like hated off of that so obviously like there's no way to avoid violence like completely but in the future i hope like it lessens and you know like the racial stuff and the religious stuff i hope that all goes away because we're you know we're all people and we're all the same, but just like Evelyn said, we have our differences. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.